and gentlemen, the crew is back. The Double Team Podcast has returned. Your source for everything NBA basketball. Myself, Nick Wiggins. I'm Steven Root with Nick Wiggins. It's so great to be back here, man. We took a little time. We've we've rebooted. We've uh, come back. We're refreshed. We're recharged. Let's do it, man. After the craziest NBA trade deadline in the history of the NBA, we're going to say that. We're here to break it all down, man. What's going on? Man, what's up, man? It's good to see you. Been a minute. It has. I'm excited, man. And what what better day to make your return than the day after, like you said, the greatest trade deadline in NBA history? Yeah, whether it was with you, I would have had to find some podcast to get on yeah. following yesterday's <laughs> uh, trade deadline, man. But I'm, I'm glad to be back. We're going to try to... We are. Let's... Let's commit. No, there's no trying here. We're going to commit. This is going to be a weekly thing. The double team will be back, and we won't stop. We're going to continue to bring you all things NBA basketball news, but no no way That's we right. cannot start today. Have this be episode number one of our new venture following yesterday, man. It was insane. I mean, I've not been glued to my phone on Twitter and Shams and Woj all day like I was yesterday. During that last 30 minutes of the trade deadline, literally every time you'd refresh it's just a new trade, two yeah. new trades every time. I was watching on ESPN their their special show, mm-hmm. and during the middle of it, during the middle of the chaos, they had Tristan Thompson out there showing you how to run a pick and roll. It was the <laughs> dumbest thing I'd ever seen. They had like 30 people that they were trying to talk to, whether it was Windhorse and Legler and everybody that's on ESPN, Perk and Richard Jefferson taking his shirt off. and uh, They had all the people they had talking NBA, but... In the middle of it, they like broke away talking about Kevin Durant uh, going to Phoenix. They were like, why is this going to be a success? So they turned to Tristan Thompson to show you how the pick and roll is going to work. <laughs> what the? It was the dumbest thing you'd ever seen. But whatever, man. I, I couldn't stop. I know I texted you. I mean, we're about to break, did a, break down all these trades, but I did make you almost crash your car by simply saying, texting you one word, one drawn out word, damn. With with multiple ins. That's right, damn is what I said to I you. Like, oh, what, did, what happened? I'm pulling out my phone. I'm, I'm swerving <laughs> off the road. What's going on? Well, that was uh, you being the Hawks fan you are and the Pistons fan I am. Sadiq Bey on the move. We'll get to that. That's not the first trade right. we're going to let, talk. Let, let's, let's start with the first trade. I mean, this isn't the first trade of the season, like Rui Hachimura for Kendrick Nunn happened earlier. But the very first domino yeah. in this crazy NBA trade deadline was Kyrie Irving going to uh, Dallas for Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, a 2029 first and two seconds. Yeah, we've already got to see now, today being Friday, um, we've already gotten to see Kyrie in a Mavs uniform. Now, we Luka was not on the floor, but I think tonight's the night. Uh, Luka's missed three games, but I think he'll be back. Been a little banged up. We'll see how it plays together, but we've already seen Kyrie suited up in the Dallas in the Dallas guard, man, and he looked really good. He looked really good. Smooth. You'd think that he'd been playing there all year. Yeah. I mean, he had 24 points, four of eight from three. They ended up beating the Clippers. Um, no, like, I'm... If you forget about everything Kyrie does that isn't basketball... Well, this whole episode can turn into a breakdown on Kyrie, the human being, but you yeah. got to stop. We've got to stop and, until the next thing he does, okay? We can't just do that. This is about the basketball player, and obviously, no doubt, um, as gifted as, as he is, there's no doubt that you can slide him in anywhere. It's going to work. Kyrie played off of LeBron, Right, a ball dominant forward who well, was the main playmaker, and what happened? They went to the finals and they won. Um, I'll argue that Luca is more ball dominant. And oh, Luca's the most ball dominant player in NBA history. He's <laughs> gonna have to take a big step back. But I'm just saying, Luca will still be the main guy in that offense. He's still gonna get his 25, 10, and 10. But Kyrie's gonna go and get his own 25 yeah. as well, no problem. Because Luca, he does everything for that team. The team is on his back 100% all the time. Um, you know, and wondering about when he's gonna get some kind of help. That's what we've always asked about Luca and the, and the Mavs. But you know, they've. That's the difference, obviously, between making deals in the summertime and waiting to the trade deadline is the the battles are already going on for seeding, and it's got to happen quick because the whole conference, the whole Western Conference got better, and yep. now you probably haven't done enough to compete with the top. I don't think they have. Yep. Um, but I, it was a good first move. You got. I mean, you, you had to do something, and the, to to get Kyrie, 
Kyrie's a top 10 NBA talent, yeah. and all you're giving up is Dinwiddie and DFS and a pick that whoever the GM is at the time isn't ever even going to make. Yeah, So I guess we'll save our takes um, on Brooklyn. We'll, we'll have to touch on Brooklyn. They're a part of all day, Yeah, um, starting with Kyrie and uh, obviously with Kevin Durant. We'll, we'll save our Brooklyn takes for a minute, um, but I think Dallas, you know, Luka's already as fun of a player to watch in the league. Now it's just building this something together with him and Kyrie um, that it'll be fun to watch. I think it doesn't, I don't know how many wins you gained. I, I think there's some for sure, but when the, in the grand scheme of the Western conference, you haven't done enough to get to the top. The offense got way more versatile. And what's the big problem with the Mavs when they get to the playoffs? It's just Luca. Yeah. If Luca isn't having 45, 15 and 10, you're probably getting blown out. Even with 45 and 15, it's a close game that they're barely winning. Now you got another guy who can go get his own 40 on one of the best efficient uh, shots in the league. So it's exciting. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll see where the defense comes from with Dallas. And, uh, yeah, that got a, they got a lot worse on that one. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, they uh, defensively, are they're going to struggle. And who they have to cover in that conference, uh, we'll see about it. They'll, they're at least more fun to watch. They already were, but uh, those two, you can't get a more fun duo to have. But playoff time. I, I don't know how far it gets you. Yeah. And if it and if it works out, they'll re-sign him. That was the whole reason Kyrie wanted out. And if it doesn't work out, you didn't give up too much for this two month rental of one of the best talents True. in the league. All right. So the next trade that dropped, not really a big uh big one here. The Spurs got Dwayne Deadman. The Heat got back some money. Okay. Um cool. The Heat one of the, I guess we can talk about them for a sec. Dwayne Dedman, a former Spur. I'll, I'll tell you that. Dwayne Dedman, I think, has played on, on half the league already. But, you know, all right, whatever. Moving on. The the, the Heat had the most disappointing um, trade deadline. They A lot of people thought they were on the cusp of make a really big, good move. All of a sudden, your contender thought they were going to move Kyle Lowry, potentially. They Nothing happened at all. No, I mean, they're definitely... In the small handful of disappointments, but you know, you th- you look in the East where it is right now, now extremely top heavy. Um, that you think that you, you could have thought that there were moves to be made by by the Bulls for sure, Miami to at least be more relevant come playoff time. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm shocked that no moves were made. Yeah, I don't know what. Um, I guess they're just waiting until the summer. I guess. All right, next big trade was the big three-teamer that gets Russell Westbrook out of La La Land and brings D'Angelo Russell back home. So the Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt. The Timberwolves walk out of there with Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and three second-round picks. And then the Jazz get Westbrook, Juan Toscano-Anderson, Damian Jones and a 2027 20, first, and the Jazz are expected to buy out Russ. Um, what did you think of? What did you think of that trade? The Russell Westbrook era is over in LA. Good, that's good. I think that uh, had to happen. Um, you know, uh, it's been sloppy the whole time. You know, and and now no LeBron played last night. You know, I know that everybody's without players while these trades are getting sorted out. Um, LeBron not playing for his foot and ankle last night on the uh, second end of a back-to-back. Doesn't matter anything with the Lakers. It all still comes down to Anthony Davis. It did in the beginning. It did always, and it does now, and will continue to do so. It will all have to go through. They'll be as good as Anthony Davis decides that uh, he wants to be. And AD's been playing well. I mean, this he was year? on a tear there for a little bit that was MVP level, you know, yeah. absurd, the level he was playing on. But it's AD, man. You can't, you cannot expect him to be out there all the time. I mean, he's going to be on the bench at some time, hurt, whatever it is, or he's just out there camping at the three-point line. And that's that's the most infuriating part is when this guy's on, it shows you the kind of player he should be, could be all the time. But no, sometimes he's totally camping at the three um, if you would just – Work on the block and the paint and the mid-range. He's unstoppable. Um, but it's the same things we've talked about, AD, for always. And 
Uh, that team goes as far as as he wants to take them. Yeah. But now the Russell Westbrook that had gotten messy between him and, and Darvin Ham. Right. Um, I like Darvin Ham a lot. I think he was the right pick to be coach. I, I still like him a lot. But man, you Russ, I mean, what? Come on, man. You know, you like well, Kendrick Perkins was talking about this dude. You're you're close to being out of the league, man. If you don't show that you're right. a, a vet that can come in and, and do your job as the vet you are, not trying to battle head coaches and and all that. I mean, he's close to getting himself out of this league. Uh, I I, th- I think things got tough for Russ there toward the end of the L.A. stint. Um, I mean, he literally was the scapegoat. Everyone's just hating on him. Russ, it's your fault. You're, I mean, when was the last time you saw any positive comment on Russell Westbrook? I mean, the dude's leading in six-man-of-the-year vote. He, he was coming off the bench. Yeah, there was a brief period there where the fans maybe turned a little bit. He was playing really well for like a week or two maybe. Mm-hmm. And there was positivity. People want to be positive. That shows that it, it only took a week Do or so. Do they want to be positive? Well, I feel like people are that, just like, ah, screw you, Russ. I Russell guess, Westbrook. Ultimately, but in that moment when he did play well for however short it was, that he was playing really well, that people were like, okay, nice. I'm happy to see this. But, yeah. you know, that whole the whole deal, the Lakers have been a huge disappointment. Um, they get back. They've gotten a lot better. They weren't done following this trade. They kept going. Um, they got a lot better as a team, I believe. And Russ, now we'll, we'll have to see where he lands. He will be bought out. There are going to be a lot of decent vets that are bought out after this trade cycle. Russ is one of them. Um, there's teams that are interested. Yeah, Paul George already recruiting him, former teammate in OKC uh, for a little while. But let's talk about the Lake, what the Lakers got back. So the Lakers get back D'Angelo Russell, who's been – Kind of off and on this year, but lately he's been playing pretty good. I like I like D'Angelo Russell, man. I, I maybe when he was young, yeah, we we give hell to a lot of young players for whatever they do. Maybe they're just acting young, and he was no different when he came in and Kobe was still there at the end mm-hmm. of his career. And with and the he uh, like Iggy a, Azalea, uh, Nick God, yeah. Young, uh, 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 out stuff. there goofing, <laughs> goofing, dancing on the sideline, he looked like a uh, he looks like a goof. You know, <laughs> looked like a goof. That's uh. You know, he was young, so he's grown. I like him a lot. Well, and the most exciting thing, the Lakers add shooting. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell, great three-point shooter. Malik Beasley, great three-point shooter. You nah. got some nice guard depth. What was their guard depth? It was Patrick Beverly and Austin Reeves before. I know, I know he's on the G League team, but uh, we can't go through this and not mention Larsa Pippen and Scotty Pippen Jr., who is a Laker by way of their yeah. G League affiliate, okay. and uh, Meek Malik Beasley taking a little run at uh, Larsa Pippen. Oh, was he? You didn't know this? I did not know. You didn't know Nuh-uh. this? I didn't hear Scottie this. Scotty Pippen. Oh man, I'm glad. Tell me, I'm tell glad me. To let you yeah, know. please. Scotty Pippen, du- Scotty Pippen Jr. is on the Lakers G League team. Yes, Malik Beasley and Larsa Pippen, his mama, were mm-hmm. a thing for a little while. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't know I, that. I saw that Michael Jordan's son was... Well, he's next. Uh, Larsa oh, Pippen, he was next. Larsa Pippen has been busy over the years. Uh, we'll just say that. But She uh, a big NBA fan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, so uh, that's a little, little All right, nugget. So of, you're adding some shooters in more <laughs> way than one. That's yeah. exciting. And then you're getting Jared Vanderbilt, a nice Solid, power dude. forward, small forward type, good defender, yeah. good rebounder. Honestly, the Lakers... Russell Westbrook at one point was untradeable. There's no way. Just ride the contract out, whatever. They brought in three really good role players for a team. These three players immediately make your nine-man rotation, and they're all going to have a decent role. Yep. And none of them are maybe what the problem was with Westbrook. Westbrook thought he was the best player in that locker room. Even though LeBron and Anthony Davis were in there, Russell Westbrook believed, and which is part of his charm and why he was been so successful up to this point but i think d'lo beasley and vanderbilt they're gonna know the pecking order for sure yeah and i just feel like it's calmer heads now i think uh their demeanor all of those guys i think d'lo his demeanor is so much better than russ he's obnoxious sometimes i mean out there and when his play isn't backing it up he looks even more obnoxious um but uh, yeah we're not done talking about the lakers they remained busy throughout the day yeah um, they just got better top to bottom. I mean, Malik Beasley and Vanderbilt are, are super solid players. I mean, real real NBA backups that you can rely on um, when they just didn't have much depth at all. Um, we'll we'll keep going. I mean, we'll talk about the Timberwolves too. Uh, the, so, go for it. Yeah, just the Jazz. I mean, 
Okay. The well, Jazz were just part of it to make it trend. work. They get a pick out of it for helping out. Right. Uh, Mike Conley going back to play with Gobert. Um, That's the only part that makes sense. But, I mean, when you look at it, the Timberwolves give up D'Angelo Russell, the guy that they brought in because him and Cat were like best friends, remember that, to keep Cat happy. They give up Malik Beasley, they're good, a good guard, and they give up Jared Vanderbilt. All they're getting back, basically, is Mike Conley. I think Mike Conley Second is, round pick. is and can be who what? he is as a, as a person and the player can, could be important enough to make all that work for you. That um, if you told, if I were to tell you, like, you know, before this year, that the Timberwolves were going to have Gobert, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and Mike Conley. Damn, that, that sounds yeah, pretty good. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Mike Conley is, I mean, as savvy a vet as you find in this league, as popular as, as you know, just a popular player that's been around now for a long time and has never done it the wrong way. Um, Anthony Edwards can lean on him. Um, yeah. Anthony Edwards needs to kind of take a step, maybe maturity-wise. And Anthony Edwards has been killing it. Oh, I know. Year, I know. The Timberwolves are pretty good. Yeah. Well, and I think the one thing that they were missing is they were actually having Anthony Edwards kind of be the de facto point guard. Because as yeah. good as D'Lo is, he's not like a pass-first point guard. He's a scorer. I mean, there's only a, a handful, a small number of true point guards right. in the, league, and, in the and, entire league. And Mike Conley is one of yes. them. So... Yeah, it makes sense to bring him out there, but he's but the, old as dirt. Though, yeah, but. but you know his game, like Chris Paul. I mean, they they can play as long as they want, kind of their style. And yeah, um, but you know, still the the jury's out on Gobert and Towns together. Because um, Cat hasn't played in a minute, a and and Gobert started to look better. Yeah. The Timberwolves are rolling all this without Cat, though. But who knows how to how to get it to Gobert better than Mike Conley? Nobody. Um, so right. I just think the familiarity, the, the veteran style that uh, Conley brings, I, I think they do get better through all this. All right. Let's move on to the next one that happened. They finally freed my guy, Cam Reddish. <laughs> uh, uh, so they moved Cam Reddish. Uh, you you want to help here? Sure. Ryan Archidiakonu and Svi Mikhailuk. Mikhailuk, yeah. And they, they get up. A lottery protected first. And then the Knicks get Josh Hart. Josh Hart's not been shooting that well in Portland this year, but we know what Josh Hart can do. He's good at defense. He's a great rebounding guard, and he's smart. And a college teammate of Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson was could not have been more excited about seeing the news of getting Josh Hart to the Knicks. I like it. I mean, the Knicks have, you know, they, they go in, they get a player like Brunson. They're like, okay, that's the best the Knicks can do. That's what we talked about at the time. Yeah. Um, but he's been playing. done a damn good job by getting mm-hmm. Brunson because of how well he's played. Yeah. Julius Randle still out there playing really well. I'm just still not sold I know, on him. I know. It's going <laughs> to take a lot to be sold on Julius Randle, but uh, Hart, he's just as a solid as a piece. You can throw into right. a already and, sort of established team. And for the Knicks, they're, they're giving up three players that did not get minutes and no. a pick to bring back Josh Hart. That's a pretty good trade for New York. Yeah, and Reddish, when that dude gets on the floor – Every time it almost appears that that guy is so yeah. talented. We know the talent's there, but uh, maybe between the ears might be an issue, as, <laughs> as uh, some say. I don't know, man, but 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 damn, he's, he looks so good sometimes in short stints that you, you just wonder what all it is going on with Cam Reddish and what's it going to take for him to get the real opportunity to uh, to shine. And, yeah. and we also got our um, biannual update on Damian Lillard's trade availability. <laughs> he is not available for... Available for trade, and he wants to win in Portland. If in case you forgot from uh, Good God, when him. they announced it a month ago, the same thing. Good God, him and Bradley Beal, man, what is the deal? Put, I know. What is it? I mean, I okay, I mean, but I, I don't. I'm sick of hearing it, Dame. I mean, all right, all right, like, do it then. Have a nice <laughs> career, Dame. You've had a nice career, and that's all it will be. And yeah, you know, I don't even. Uh, I I really at this point don't even. And this is probably horrible to say, but I just don't even acknowledge Bradley Beal like as a basketball player anymore well just because I mean, he's just I, I damn sure do dame because dame is still out there putting up 50 like every other yeah. night it seems but yeah. uh beal is either hurt or i don't know but those two guys are they've been stuck on these teams like, i feel like i've heard more about kyle kuzma this year than i have bradley hey, beal good kuzma's cooking man yeah all right next trade the spurs get kim birch a 2024 first round pick and two second round picks. And then Jakob Pertle goes back home to Toronto. 
He was originally dealt to San Antonio to get Kawhi. They're bringing him back. They needed a big. A lot of people thought Toronto would be selling. Maybe trade Van Vliet. A lot of people thought they were going to trade OG Ananobi. Maybe even Siakam. But instead, the only trade they make is bringing in a really good center. Yeah. That's the um, that's the whole story here with this trade is more about the Raptors and their decision making on the deadline day. Uh, kind of just what are you what are you doing? What are you planning on doing for the future if you're not going to sell these guys? It's been talked about for a long time now, especially with Van Vliet and OG. But um, Pirtle kind of been hidden from the world in San Antonio. Unfortunately, that's where San Antonio is is out of the spotlight for anybody watching the NBA. Mm-hmm. But Jakob Pertl, man, he is is as solid as it comes, and I don't know what the um, what the plan here is long term again for Toronto. But he- hell of a player to bring in in Pertl, you know, he's familiar with that area. So yeah, they're currently sitting at the ten seed. I mean, first off, if you're not watching the NBA right now, it's time to start. Yep. the standings are as close as they've ever been. Right now, Toronto's the ten seed, and they're only two games up from the people in the twelfth seed and only two games back from the eighth seed. So I guess when it came down to trade time, and because of the people who are, like, bad, they're really bad. There's no catching, like, you know, Houston and Detroit. They're horrible, no <laughs> offense. But they're going for Victor Wimbenyama. Yeah, right. So I think Toronto is going to be like, look, we're not going to – we can't be as bad as we need to be, so maybe we just continue to try to be better, even though that's not good enough. Yeah. I don't know. They're, gonna, they're, they're gonna, in a weird spot. They are, but – I think they end up regretting not, not tanking. redoing it. Re- yeah. Not, they, well, at least just getting what you can for the players you do have. Um, you've had them for a long time now. Yeah. And, you, uh, you know what they remind me of right now? They're in the position that your Detroit Pistons were in for a little while with Andre Drummond, where y'all were Blake, always the seven seed. Y'all given, were always Blake the eight Griffin seed. comes in. Yeah, that was a horrible thing for a fan. Either do not be a meddling middle team. Go for it. Sell. Take your time. Build it right. Right. Or just boomer bust. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, poor Spurs though, man. They've. I guess they had their time in the sun. Well, if they can get Victor Wembanyama yeah, out there, maybe that's all Popovich. I mean, how do you? How does Greg Popovich feel about all this? Is he just like, uh, I don't know it. what he's doing. I can't believe he's <laughs> one still an NBA head coach by his own choice. But yeah, you know, I guess Wembanyama would change the lives for whichever team he falls yeah. on. Um, he's that kind of player. I guess Pop's holding out for that. Yeah, because they don't have really anything else right now. There's no young phenom that's... Darren, Darren Devin Vassell. I mean, yeah. they've got a couple decent players, but still, it's nothing to be excited about. Well, here's something to be excited about. The next trade that went down. This is the biggest... Is this the biggest trade in NBA history? Mm-hmm. Maybe. So we got the Phoenix Suns getting Kevin Durant and TJ Warren. And then the Brooklyn Nets getting Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, who will get traded later on, four first-round picks, and a 2028 pick swap. Phoenix, are they now your favorite to win the Western Conference? Man, I've been just saying Denver all year. And they've looked so great, and they've been so healthy, and it's just been amazing to watch. And now I'm a little more uneasy on, on that pick, I think. But Denver didn't add anybody. They lost players. I mean, Bones Highland. Let's go ahead and talk that. They gave up Bones Highland for two second-round picks to the Clippers. That made no sense to me. You couldn't get anything else for this young player who I think everyone touts as being good and having potential. Yeah, I like Bones Highland a lot. But, again, why are you – you know, what what, what better young player do you get in the draft when you're already a contending team? That's what you kind of – hoped to hit on is what, a player like Highland. That, what did that benefit Denver? I don't know. I, I, don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I'll tell you, yeah, that Phoenix, they are going to win the West now. They have to. They absolutely have to. You're locking them in. Guarantee they're going to the finals this year? Yeah. Yeah, I mean. And they, look, ha- they have to this year. This, this trade isn't made for any other time, but right now this year. Yeah, you hope for the future, all right, sure, but it has to happen this year. I mean, what, but. I mean, speaking of the future, and first off, this was what the the new Suns owner first day yeah. on the job. First yeah. day he goes, Let you know, go, let's buddy. go get Durant. Because originally they had a John Collins deal in line. And then they backed out of that and went with Kevin Durant, which, I mean, I totally get. I mean, you're going to lose Mikhail Bridges, but whatever. You can lose anything if you right. get Durant. Mikhail wasn't going to get 
wasn't going to get minutes anyway with Durant being there. Or he would, but not starting minutes. No. And TJ and, TJ Warren, a fine piece that no one's really going to talk about. Fine piece to get back who's played yeah. in Phoenix. But, yeah, he's not the part of the story. Kevin Durant. First off, Kevin Durant's what? A top 15 player in NBA history? Top yeah. 20? Yeah. Those type of players don't get traded often. And we also know that Kevin Durant can fit in with people. He went to Golden State, and everyone's like, oh, how's that going to work? Everyone just still a- kept averaging what they all always averaged. Yeah. And they just... Uh, and Durant is a player's player. Exactly, He's yeah. He's popular amongst players. Maybe not with average fans that think he hops teams and all that, but he's a popular player amongst basketball players. He'll fit People in. People want to play with him. Him and Chris Paul will be, oh, I mean, man. it'll be a beautiful Devin thing. Devin Booker. Oh, and how did, I don't know how, when I got that notification, I was like, well, there went Aiton and Bridges. That's yep. what I thought in my head. Aiton and Bridges gone. Good on Brooklyn. They got a new little, weird little core <laughs> to build off. No, they kept DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, incredible that you they're going to pay like $68 million over the luxury tax. Right. Um, but you got a new owner to show show what kind of money he's got. That's all right. right, let's do it. And all these guys are on contract. Yeah, I mean, to keep Ayton was like the, I mean, not obviously it's getting Durant, but as a team to be able to keep Ayton. I mean, I love Ayton. He's been Man, really if, good. If you're a Phoenix fan, your core for the next three years minimum. Yeah. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, DeAndre Ayton. It's crazy. Even if Chris Paul does age at some point, even if you have to remove one of the, the four, it's going to be Chris Paul maybe. Um, but still, as of right this minute, I cannot wait to watch. It's going to be poetry in motion. Exactly. Like we all, we all hated the Warriors, right? But you can't. You have to admit, watching them play was it's just so like beautiful. Nothing like it when the Warriors are humming. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is going to be poetry in motion, man. Seeing Chris Paul. Kevin Durant, what they do together, I cannot wait. And the Phoenix they Suns may win it win all, the man. They may not even just win the West. They may, they may just win the whole damn thing. The West is gonna uh, cannibalize themselves in the playoffs, man. The West is going to eat each other alive. Um, yeah, the East has has Boston and Philly and um, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, yes, thank you. Um, so those are the teams. Uh, everyone else is a also ran in the East for me, um, but in the West. From the very bottom up, it's going to be brutal. Exactly. Man, man, I'm excited, man. And throughout all this, the Sacramento Kings are still your third seed in the West. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They didn't, uh, they didn't do much themselves either. But while we're here, I think we're, before we move on from Brooklyn, what the hell, Brooklyn? What are you doing? How you feeling? I mean, what next? Yeah, so there was a report that Brooklyn was offered four first-round picks to trade Mikael Bridges, and they declined it. Uh, that, I mean, look, I get that right now they are the uh, fifth seed in the East. They're 33-22. and 22. That's a really good record. But now, I mean, I guess you don't tank because you don't have your own picks. The Rockets would get all those. But at the same time, if you trade Mikael Bridges, yes, all of a sudden your team gets a lot worse. But you just got four picks. Yeah. I mean, the amount of picks. From New Orleans or Memphis or yeah. whoever. I don't. I have no clue why you don't do that. Um, they're now going to sit there with okay, Cam Thomas, even though he's in a little bit of trouble right now. What's he got going on? Uh, he's been fined forty thousand dollars for an anti-gay remark he made. Oh, okay. Um, so I'll just tell you that. But Cam Thomas, a basketball player on the court, has been just. It's been Cam sanity. Uh, Cam sanity. Uh, I like that. Well, yes, right. It's, it's been on a tear. We'll say that. Uh, he's been on a tear, and the first time he's really been, you know, guaranteed a lot of minutes, and he's made the most of them. He's looked really good. I love Nick Claxton. Um, they've got young players to at least build a team, um, but it's not going to win anything. I do not have any clue. They've been, ever since Paul George and um, Paul Pierce and <laughs> yep. Kevin uh, Garnett. Darren Williams, yeah. Brooke Lopez. Yeah, ever yeah. since the, the Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett trade, you've been messing around the same exact way. Now you have a real opportunity to fully do the rebuild the way that seems to work when it's done right, um, and you didn't quite take it all the way. Yeah. So uh, Brooklyn, they're just banished to 
uh, you know, they're obscurity. Your, I mean, they're, yeah, your new Washington Wizards. I guess so. Uh, hopefully they didn't book them for too many more uh, network television games for the rest of the hey, season. We flex them out. <laughs> All right, next trade. And when this first went down, a lot of people didn't think it made a lot of sense. The Nuggets got Thomas Bryant. Are you skipping one? Did I skip one? Yeah. Oh, my bad. One Sorry. that I think does matter. And yeah. a lot, okay, one okay. That, it's a trade that a lot of people, you know, yeah, the fireworks, once the, the dust settles a little bit, you kind of go back and take a look at maybe some of the smaller trades and a lot of the uh, talking heads out there talking about this trade. Boston getting Mike Muscala from, uh, yeah, from Oklahoma City for Justin Jackson and two second-round picks. Boston is well-oiled. Uh, Marcus Smart hasn't been playing in a while, but they'll get him back. Uh, but they have been just... They've been the, the best. I mean, I, I love what Boston is. Um, but adding a player like Mascala, no, you have not watched a lot of him recently. He plays for the Thunder. Um, but he is a solid, he solid. He's a veteran team. leader of the Thunder this year. Can shoot threes. And with the big situation in Boston, Al Horford, solid when he plays, but he's not playing on the back end of back-to-backs. Yep. Ro- Robert Williams, um, not still 100% healthy coming back from surgery. You hope that Robert Williams is, is in a you know, healthier spot can playoff time, but you couldn't add a, a better, well, you could, but you couldn't add more of a solid piece yeah. with what you got to work with and where you are right now, Boston getting Mascala to me, they are the winners of the Eastern conference. Okay. Uh, a Boston Phoenix finals. You're saying I would have told you that before the Mike Mascala trade. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The bo- <laughs> just to uh, make that clear, this didn't put them over the top. They were already there, but uh, it only helps uh, rich get richer. All right. So moving on, the Nuggets get Thomas Bryant. A lot of people didn't really know what the Lakers were doing at this point, but when they the next trade they make, it kind of makes <laughs> they sense. They made themselves clear. Uh, the Lakers get Devon Reed and three second-round picks. Can we just talk about the second-round pick thing? This is new. This hasn't happened yet. It's been a lot. I mean, Everyone's just throwing out four, five second-round picks to get a good role player. So now when you come to pricing, if a good role player is worth five second-round picks... And then I guess, well, you can't compare. So basically, <laughs> the Suns got Kevin Durant for less than the Timberwolves spent for Rudy Gobert. I think maybe that was like some COVID inflation prices or something. Um, but you can't really judge those together. The Minnesota Timberwolves just like really overpaid. I but don't know. But I don't know. It's crazy to see. I mean, who? <clears throat> what are the odds of you getting a a rotation player, a relied-upon rotation player in the second round of the draft. Um, slim, usually, it's just well, such a crapshoot knowing what you're going to get in the second round. Who won the last two MVPs? Yeah, that guy. I, a second-round pick. Right, okay. And then who won the MVP before that? Giannis, like a late first-rounder. But I mean, I'm just saying, the odds get smaller yeah. for you to hit on somebody in the second round. But this trade deadline, more so than ever, you're seeing tons of second-round yeah, picks. This was a around. new strategy. Yeah, but that's um, that's all I'm going to say about Devon Reed and Thomas Bryant. Yeah, okay. I mean, good on Denver. Got a nice backup big. All right, next trade, another three-teamer. Te- so Portland had Sfima Kai Luke from the Camerata's trade. They trade him to Charlotte and trade away two second-round picks to Charlotte. The Sixers get Jalen McDaniels in two seconds, and then the Trailblazers get Matisse Thybul. The Matisse Thybul era in Philly has come to an end. Everybody now waiting on the end of the. Um, who am I trying to say right now? I don't uh, know. For Philly, uh, Tobias Harris. Oh yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah, waiting yeah, on the yeah, Tobias yeah. Harris era to be over yeah. in Philly, um, but he remains. Uh, Jalen McDaniels, I like that a lot. I like Jalen McDaniels for Philly a whole lot. Philly gets those a couple second round picks. There's more, yeah. Um, but yeah, Matisse. Okay, whatever. Go have fun out playing with Dame. That's that's it. I don't know, but I like for for a team Good that defensive actually defensive guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I mean, okay, but for a team that actually is going to be trying to play for something, try to play for a championship. I like Jalen McDaniel's to Philly. Dame can't be too happy with what Portland's doing at this deadline. Doesn't matter what. <laughs> doesn't matter what they do. He'll Dame, either leave or do something. Take charge. Do what LeBron does. Yeah, I mean, you've... You have that power over got there. sweat equity to start making some demands. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Hold them hostage. Yeah. All right. Next three-team trade. So, 
Jay Crowder went to the Nets. Now the Nets are trading Jay Crowder to the Bucks. Bucks get Jay Crowder. The Nets get two second-round picks. There go the second-round picks again. And then the Pacers walk out of there with George Hill, <laughs> Serge Ibaka, Jordan Nawara, and three second-round picks. Hell yeah, if it was about eight years ago for the Pacers. I was just about to say that. <laughs> yeah. If this was like 2011, yeah. wow. Pacers are cooking now. But <laughs> uh, nah, this is about um, Jay Crowder and another rich team getting richer. I mean, that was what a, a perfect fit. Slide great. Jay Crowder in. I mean, do, perfect fit. Do we remember how... P.J. Tucker yeah. put Milwaukee over the edge and how special and important he was for that team. Now you're basically getting P.J. Tucker Jr. Yeah. and Jay Crowder. I mean, um, now it's kind of a who, whoever you like is your pick. Um, just Boston and Milwaukee, to me, are, are so damn good. Both of them are. It, it just comes down to preference, who you're going to pick. Um, yeah. I went with Boston. I like Boston. Maybe I just threw a little bit of my heart in there a little bit that that's who I think. But... It's Milwaukee and Boston, and this are two rich teams getting richer by making sort of minor deals. Jay Crowder, not a minor player, um, especially when you look at how he's going to fit with this team. I, I love it. Absolutely perfect. That's really exciting. We already talked uh, Bones Highland and the Nuggets. Um, all right, so here's a, a big three-team deal. Well, well. Or, okay, so... <laughs> The Hawks get Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando comes back home. Okay. Missed you, buddy. The Rockets get Justin Holiday. Thank God he was horrible. <laughs> Frank Kaminsky. And let's just go ahead and get two more second round picks out of there. Why not? All right. Then we got the three team deal. This is the one teams. that this is the one that root, always made me wreck my car. Not because it's so <laughs> crazy, but just because I don't know. I, I was looking at my phone while driving. Do not do that. Don't do that. So the Atlanta Hawks get Sadiq Bay. The Detroit Pistons get former second pick of the draft, James Wiseman. And the Golden State Warriors get Kevin Knox and five second-round picks. So, basically, and look, if, if, you, if you listen to the double team last time we did this, I was so emphatic about the Warriors trading those young players, Wiseman, Moody, get off them. Because remember, that was when like Bradley Beal was up in the air. Yeah. Package them and all your picks, get Bradley Beal, you could do it. Now, all of a sudden, you wait, and now look at the value of James Wiseman. Kevin Knox and five second-round picks. It's basically the same value of what Jake Crowder was worth. Yep. Um, you know, the Warriors, yeah, they're part of this trade, but let's talk about the players that maybe will have the most impact. And uh, for a young team, we'll, we'll start with Detroit just to get them out of the way. You know, Detroit now, Troy Weaver, the GM, was uh, all hailed. It was just in the best of spots with the fans for a long time you know things looking awfully good when you get Cade Jaden Ivey yep. Jalen Duran um things looking pretty good that uh and then now the feedback I've seen following this trade uh letting Sadiq Bey go and, and then just questioning the direction now is what the fans are doing um by giving up Sadiq Bey but but you got to look more into it there's been internal strife between yep. Bey and Dwayne Casey and Bay has not put that much in. He's talented of a score, but man, you don't have much of a leg to stand on when it comes to not trying to do whatever Dwayne Casey's uh, telling you to do. He is a respected coach, um, very well respected coach in the league. And Sadiq, you know, he just whatever. He maybe well, he needed and, a fresh start. And he's looking for a big deal this off season. Detroit yeah. probably didn't want to pay that. No. But um, what is so you got Marvin Bagley? Well, you got Jalen Duran. You got and now you got James Wiseman. Yes, he was the highest recruited and touted out of all those players, but and the he big has man, no production. The big man who's played the most for the Pistons is Isaiah Big Stu Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got like five centers on that yeah. team, um, but James Wiseman, the ceiling is still very, very high. Is it? Yes. I mean, when you look at him, look when you just look at him, his body, and when he's on the court next to other players, he's uh, just the look of the man screams talent. It, it's got to be there. Some of it has to be there. Uh, Marvin Bagley coming over, it kind of rejuvenated him when he got to Detroit. You know, I think there is still a world where James Wiseman develops, and we know Dwayne Casey can develop young players. He's he's done that. You know, now it's just like, okay, you know, I guess you're if you're a Pistons fan, I am. I'm excited about the young players that are on the team. Jalen Duran is one he already become one of my favorite players to watch. He's he's a, he's an animal. But uh, Kate Cunningham obviously was not part of the plan that he was going to miss his entire year. 
right. Jaden Ivey. You kind of got an opportunity to put these young players out there and give them a lot of minutes and really let them learn on the fly. Um, but James Wiseman is better chance than anywhere to sh- truly have enough sure. minutes to show what you got. Um, speaking as an Atlanta Hawks fan, I'm excited about Sadiq Bay. Great three-point shooter. We have not been a good three-point shooting team this year. We are going to have to re-sign him this offseason. We gave up five second-round picks in this deal to get him, so obviously we have some type of plan for him. I mean, you would hope. He plays the same position as John Collins. He plays the same position as Jalen Johnson. Uh... Is this like John Collins insurance for when we make that deal eventually that well, we've been trying to make for when three is that years? Going to I don't because know. Yet again, John Collins is still a hawk when And I like John Collins. I do too. I don't know why I don't know wh- why it's gotta be this way. Can we yeah. not just make it work? I mean, you know uh, We we just need to get off Nate McMillan, man, and we shouldn't have gave up Kevin Herter. That yeah. was a big misstep for us. I don't know. I'm excited. Atlanta is right there at the eight seed. We're five hundred. We have been really underperforming, but as much as every player on our roster has been underperforming and playing like their worst versions of themselves, we're still 500. Yeah. So I, I have faith that if we can all just start picking it up, putting it together, things will work I out. I think Sadiq may now, he's going to a team where some stars are on that team. Yeah. And he's not like an older guy on a young team, even though he was young, but he played a full college career. Um, he gets on Detroit, and yeah, it's all young players on Detroit. So maybe and you're he, the de facto vet almost. Yeah. But you, yeah. But you're not. I mean, right, but right. you're not. So you go to Atlanta, maybe there's not going to be room for him to think he deserves anything. You better find where you fit in with Atlanta, and that's going to have to be the way it is. Um, so Yeah, I, I hope that doesn't take away from A.J. Griffin's minutes, who yeah. has been crazy good. Only 19-year-old to be 50-40-90. That's, that's, yeah, he's impressive. DeAndre Hunter, he'll give it to you every now and then, but man. He has been, I have not been, I almost was like, can we just, can we get off the trade in John Collins thing and get onto the trade yeah. in DeAndre Hunter Man, I, I have much higher hopes for him, man, but uh, not, not He's just enough. goofy with the ball. Yeah. And if you're goofy with the ball, tell me, when was the last time there was a great NBA player that when they had the ball, they looked goofy with it? <laughs> the only one I can think of is Rudy Gobert, and that's why he can't win, because he's so goofy offensively. I don't know. Hopefully it works out for my Hawks, but let's move over to the next trade. So the Lakers got rid of Thomas Bryant. Why are they getting rid of their good backup big? Well, and okay, so here's another funny little nugget to this. So after D'Angelo Russell gets traded to L.A., Patrick Beverly posted a picture of him and D'Angelo when they were in Minnesota, and it was like, and the caption said, "Reunited in L.A. with my brother" or whatever. Yeah, the gang is back. Yeah, and then like one day later, maybe not even twenty-four hours later, Bye. Patrick Beverly gets sent to Orlando, banished, and then the Lakers bring in Mo Bamba, former fifth pick of the draft. Uh, but we know that man from a rap song, right? That's where yeah, we know Mo yeah, Bamba. Who yeah. said that? I cannot. Was it? Uh, Someone that was on they just got in a fight. No, it was uh, oh, Austin Rivers, Austin Rivers. That's right. Yeah, we yeah, know yeah, you yeah. from a rap song, not from hooping, man. That's yeah, yeah. Um, but now Mo Bamba, <laughs> I mean, come on, maybe it'll work. I mean, he's a big guy. Um, he really never, I feel like he never really got the chance in Orlando. Like, you talk about how in Detroit they just let the young players play and kind of yeah. figure it out. I feel like they never even really let the guy play much, true. Um, but LA, LA did a real. As good as they could with as limited assets as they had, this they trade could not deadline. have done more or better. Yeah, I mean they they got like, they're not competing for a finals, but no. they did as great as they could. The top to bottom, they're they're legit. They're NBA players. I mean, from the very yep. bottom. I mean, they're guys that that you kind of trust. And so, I mean, they and no. Patrick Beverly, uh, maybe maybe will enter the buyout market. They, you know, Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, their magic guards already. Yeah. I don't know if there's room for Beverly. No, Pat Bev, he'll get bought out. For sure. But, uh, yeah, no more um, Lonnie Walker minutes in L.A., Damn. I'm sure. All right, next trade, another three-teamer, and then we got one more after this. The Houston Rockets get Danny Green from the Grizzlies. Buyout. The, the Clippers get, oh, yeah, definitely will be. The Clippers get Eric Gordon and three second-round picks and the rights to a pick swap. Um and then the Grizzlies get Luke Kennard from the Clippers. Luke Kennard, so we're basically just flipping our shooting guards around. Luke Kennard not helping you defensively there, Grizzlies. No, but 
dude going to hit some threes. Yeah, the sure. guy is an elite shooter, he and is. they just weren't using him in uh, in L.A. He had a couple good, really good moments for them, but yeah, I mean, Tyler just Bain and Brooks, work. Bain and Brooks have to clamp. I mean, they have to all the time. That's their job, no matter what. Um, you know, Kennard, sure, but the story here, the team worth really diving in on is the Clippers. And now what they might look like, I know they're going to be in on the buyout market as as maybe Russell Ru- Westbrook. I think Russ. I think there is. I don't know what the odds are. Russ will be a Clipper. You don't got to move out of your LA house. Nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're I, playing in the same arena. You know, probably in the same damn locker. I don't know. I just don't think there's. Yeah, Russ, and you know, you better figure out how to fit in with Kawhi and Paul. You know, Paul's familiar with them. You know, so I think they could maybe make that work when when LeBron and AD were not familiar with actually playing with the guy right. uh, night in and night out. Paul is. Um, so I think uh, Eric Gordon, he's still solid guard. Eric Gordon back home after a long time away yeah. in New Orleans and Houston. Yeah, I think the Clippers, they'll, I swear, with the Clippers. They had man. a great trade uh, deadline. I know they I did, mean, but I, damn, every hype around the Clippers is always so futile, man. Well, I, I've watched Kawhi, because I, I feel like the Clippers have been on TV a lot these past couple weeks. Um, Kawhi is, and I, I'm sure I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but Kawhi doesn't, he's, doesn't have that step anymore. No. He is, I'm not going to say a shell of himself, but I mean, Kawhi's not going to go out there and consistently get you 36 and 6 and play elite different defense now he's more like a 17 points is good yeah 24 and 4 20 and 20 and 6 yeah maybe. that's like g- really good i mean there's yeah. games where he's having 15 um yeah and still i mean you you got a little time here before you hope that you're at your absolute best and bringing in new pieces there's got to be time for things to gel but i i'm not buying it. i like their talent sure but this ain't a few years ago i, I just don't think it is and um, I think the Clippers is a waste of time thinking they're going to win it all. Uh, it, it always has been, and nothing's going to change here. They might at least have an interesting playoff run, but it does not result in a Western yeah. Conference. They, they are the Miami Heat of the West. They're good. But, yeah, they're going to be like a five seed, but they do not have the but, the talent to beat those top three teams true and behind all that they're just like somehow cursed i mean they've mm-hmm. always been little brother little sister to the lakers and and anytime you think they you know they've had such good talent good teams over the you know it's been a long it's been a long time that the clippers have put out good teams and they have never found a way and this ain't you, gonna be the year either you and i were very high on the clippers at the beginning of the year very high. Yeah. I remember we both were. But now it's just like, okay, if Kawhi is not what Kawhi used to yeah. be, then then nah, I'm out. Yeah. All right, last trade. Um, and this may be maybe the worst trade. I don't know. <laughs> the Pelicans, who I bet were probably trying to get Mikhail Bridges and OG Ananobi, which was rumored. Instead, they settle for like the um wish version of those guys with Josh Richardson. And they get off Devontae Graham, who was yeah. not very good for them. And they give up four second-round picks. Here come the second-round picks again. Um, I mean, New Orleans, you got some depth that's helpful. You are you still don't really have any good point guards. I mean, Jose Alvarado, that's your starting point guard. Um, I don't know. The Pelicans aren't. I feel like the Pelicans and even the Grizzlies could have been more aggressive. They have a lot of picks, both those teams. They're both doing really well this year. They're both really competitive in the West. I think they could have went all in, but for some reason they kept their picks and they kept a lot of the tradable assets they had. Um, But so New Orleans makes this little move. Doesn't really make a big deal, but no, I mean New Orleans definitely wanted to do more. Um, I would have hoped they did. I've, yeah, there. I don't know if they're. I mean, they went on a horrible slide here recently, where they yeah. just completely fell off. Um, but still, like New Orleans, hoped they were to be able to do more, but they did not. So that's that's it. That's the trade deadline. Man, good lord, a what lot a, to get through. What a day. Um, couple games to look forward to on Saturday night. Um, you'll see the Lakers and the Warriors. 
you really hope to see LeBron out there, and, and now we've had a few days to maybe have a practice under the belts of the guys who have been traded. Um, Sunday, the early game, 1 o'clock, ABC, Grizzlies, Celtics. Um, then Sunday, Super Bowl. Who are you picking for the Super Bowl? Oh, wow. <laughs> There's other sports out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm rocking with the Chiefs. Nah, go Birds. Go Birds. Um, man, I'm I'm so glad to be back here doing this with you, and we're going to keep doing it every week. Yeah. And just to uh, sign off, is there any last thing you want to get to? What else has been going on? I think that everything now is is what do these teams look like? We've given you our picks. Yeah, I, now I have, let's see it. I have just post trade post trade deadline. My picks are Phoenix and Boston. That's okay. It's got to be. It's got to be Phoenix out of the West. And if you told me uh, Milwaukee, I have nothing to say against you at all. If you were to pick them, I think that is a fine pick. Philly is just right behind them. Um, but that is your Eastern Conference. I'm sticking with um. I'm sticking with my my Denver Nuggets. Because Jokic owns DeAndre Ayton. Ayton can't do nothing. You know, Jokic could average 40 in that series. Chris Paul, maybe he, maybe he's hurt. You know, that's very possible and frequent that that happens. I, I just, it probably is going to be the Suns. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with. I like that. I like Jokic. That. Get Jokic his ring. That's a player that needs to get a ring. No, Chris Paul. But stand by where you're worried, man. I like it. And then on the East. I'm um, I'm I want to say Philly. Philly's been nah. playing really well, but they just played Boston. They just didn't. Nope. A lot of times, Embiid just Embiid can look like the best player in the NBA, but then in the same game, he'll look like what the hell is this guy doing? I'm rocking Milwaukee. Giannis hasn't even been playing that well this year. They're bringing in Jay Crowder. So to rival your Boston Phoenix pick, I'm going Denver Milwaukee. Well, the league and the ratings battle want of the my MVPs. Pick. Yeah, whoever's uh, worried about the ratings want me to be right and you to be wrong. But hey, whatever. Both all good picks. Battle so. of the foreign stars. Yeah, well, they're gonna get more and more of those. Um, that's it. We've done it. The double team wow. is back. We are totally back. We'll be doing this every week. And uh, bringing you everything NBA basketball. That's right. All-Star Weekend's next week, so we'll talk about that. Preview all these new players that have uh, found new homes and how they're doing. And Talk about players that may have gotten snubbed. I know uh, there's quite a few that a lot of people thought got snubbed, but we'll save all that for you next week. Nick Wiggins, Stephen Root, we'll be back for you once again. As always, hey, keep a double team.